What is up? What is up? Is what we is are up? on to another 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 episode, another film to talk about. All right. We're on to a, it's it's a thousand and one. That that's the title of the film. Not me saying another thing about us doing another thing. A thousand and one <laughs> is the name of this movie. Came out earlier this year. It is on Peacock streaming right now. Uh, this was part of the list of stuff I was looking up and looking at. Like, what's the Highest rated stuff we've not seen that's streaming available. And this was one of the ones. I think Jess, you were the one who plucked this out as one you'd say, yeah, let's, I'll, I'll be on this one. Anything stand out about it? No, just my usual process of elimination. <laughs> I haven't heard this. Uh, For the first time before. listeners, Jess's process of elimination, explain. My process of elimination is first rank all the movies by um, Rotten Tomato score. And then my second filter is to rate it by length. Right. So that is how I decide <laughs> which movie I'm going to watch amongst the list. At least that's what one more is. criteria than I think Nicole has. I think Nicole's is like, how long is this movie? Nicole's length is higher than I think score, unless uh, I mean she'll she'll go with something if she really wants to go with it. But that's true. She that's hasn't true. heard about it. She, she's just not a, a jump on boarder. She needs to have already been on board. So. Right. And then uh, my third a... filter is probably eliminate all documentaries. <laughs> eliminate? Okay, well, that's the opposite of what Mama K's instinct is, which is to frequently pull documentaries. Stop it's it. Hard to hard to review. They're not really a typically something you Stop. review in a traditional way like this. Stop. So, I don't try to do Unapologetic and free-spirited Inez kidnaps her six-year-old son, Terry, from the foster care system as they set out to reclaim their sense of home, identity, and stability in a rapidly changing New York City. This has a 96% on Ron Tomatoes, so check mark in the Jess, go, Jess column. 85 with, the, <laughs> 85 with the audience, 7.1 IMDb, and a clock's in under two hours, I think, as we said. So, uh, Chest. Yeah, I can see I can see why this passes the test. And uh, if you haven't <laughs> seen it, if you haven't seen it, and again, it is on Peacock, and we are going to spoil it here now. And this movie is, it's kind of broken up into three chapters, but like the middle chapter is super short. Uh, three time periods, I guess you could say. It's like the 90s, and uh, this woman is it's kind of day in the life, and there's this little six-year-old kid who's bouncing around in the foster system. She's in a hospital bed at one point. Uh, and she's basically like takes him like it's it's all done like on very ground level, but you know takes him to live with her. And uh, there's another man who sh- who shows up into her into their lives. This is all happening. This is probably the first hour of the movie. Very slice of life happening. We skip forward to mm, ten fifteen minutes of he's thirteen ish now, and things have continued to progress, and things are looking to be okay, but they're running into some problems. And then they, you know, resolve problems, things are talked about, revealed, and then we get to the third act where he's almost an adult, uh, the kid, and he's about to go off to school, uh, so he hopes, and uh, they run into a final set of tri- trials and tribulations for a 10-15 minute closing act of, uh, of final twists, and oh, that is heartbreaking. Uh, yeah. it's very, if, if anyone's seen uh, Florida Project or Beast of the Southern Wild or uh, Tangerine, it's very like all those movies, like uh, indie ground level feel. And it's those same themes, uh, single troubled parent and uh, youth 
uh, navigating indie film thing. Uh, who wants to start today? Let's do just starting today. What uh, What do you think of a thousand and one? Okay, so, so I was it was funny at first. I was calling it a thousand and one Dalmatians, but this in fact has nothing to do with dogs. Yeah, um, no, nope, nothing. To do. <laughs> no. <laughs> I love, 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 loved this movie, and it's been so long that I watched a movie that I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed. Oh, I that's didn't awesome. take wow. I did. It felt so good. Like it just felt refreshing. Oh. Like, it's like I was, I was so thirsty, and I drank a glass of cold water, and I loved it. <laughs> I don't even need to be on this one then. Like Jess is like gonna gush. Oh, I did, and I think everything just was in the right place. Like I usually never take naps. I think I took a little nap, so I wasn't tired. I could watch the whole thing in full stretch. I didn't think about pausing it. I was just totally in it. And at times, I wanted to cheat and look at my phone and read the plot to see what's going to happen next because I was just so in it. Um, no, no cheating. But Inez, the character, she you just pull her in like. Within the first minute of her on screen, you're mm. like, I want to be the pack that she's leading. Like, I want to be, like, her friend, and I want her to have my back. Like, this, I was, I don't know what it was, but I was so compelled by this character. Um, oh, wow. And I, I don't know. I just loved the story. I was fully in it, and I, I just thought it, was, I thought it was great. I loved it. Oh, I'm so glad. This is your this is your beast of the Southern Wild. <laughs> the Thousand and One uh, Dalmatian Mom, movie. Yeah, yeah, Thousand and One Dalmatians. Uh, strongest start from Justin's I can remember. Mom, okay. Well, I kept wanting to call this a Thousand and One Arabian Nights, so um, <laughs> I'm very compelled to talk a little bit about why is this named this. Um, but I. I also like this movie, not nearly as much as Jess. I thought the first part dragged a little bit. Um, I I got her immediately. I got who she was and I was totally in on exploring her life and what, you know, how things were going to unfold for her and, um, well, Daryl, but, what, but what's his name really? Timmy? Terry. Terry. Yeah, Terry. What a strange name for a 90s kid. Um he should have been like Zach or something like that. So um, I, I also like this movie. I like slice of life kind of things. And this was um, compelling. Like I said, a l- it dragged a little bit at the end in the first bit that like the end of the first bit was kind of a lot for me. Um, but I didn't expect the twist at the end. So that was actually kind of nice. Cause I thought we were just having a nice little film where, uh, I could watch what, uh, watch, you know, a family become and then things change. So, yeah, <laughs> that's where I'm at. I, uh, I, I like, I said, so we're all on the, on the right page. Just the highest. That's rare. Yeah. All right. That's cool. I, I'm all, I also <laughs> like this, but I'm, I, yeah, I'm much closer to Bob McKay. But uh, I, I did like different stuff. Maybe it's, I love the first hour. I like when he's a kid. I like when it's her running around from store to store and like house to house and going payphone to payphone. All that's like, I like that. It gives me like, uh, I thought of what I, the ones I said, Florida Projects, Southern Wild, Uncut Gems. It feels like t- like tense, although the music is somewhat like relaxing so, somehow. I like <laughs> when the, the movie starts like, it just kind of starts, and you're you like wait in it, like, walk, yeah, walk in it. yeah. You just kind of like walk, like walking into like a pool. Like a lot of times, movie starts, and there's like 
it's like, oh, there's a big thing we're setting up here. Or, like, there, it's the big scene is the opening. This is just, like, it's just, like, her, like, in the morning, and she's, like, going to a store she used to work at trying to get money from the guy. And then he's like, ah, get out of here. Oh, okay, I'm going over here now. And then she just walks over there. <laughs> I love that. I love all that stuff. I love watching all that for, like, an hour. And then, like... He meets the guy. The, the, when then there's like the guy. The guy comes in, like the the father figure guy. Lucky. And then I'm like, oh, oh, I'm 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 always wary of like the older stepfather figure in a film because mm-hmm. oh, that's that can that can mean trouble. And then yeah. I kind of my my expectations are a little bit defied for the next forty minutes, and I'm kind of enjoying it, but also like not as engaged as I was in the beginning when I was afraid of everything. Like once I start <laughs> kind of getting a little more comfortable, I'm like, ah, I kind of like this, but also I'm getting a little bored and I would like something to happen. And it is two hours and maybe I'm starting to think this could be an hour, 45 minute, hour, 40 minute story. And it started to drag. And then the last 10, 15 minutes twists and all the stuff happens. And I'm like, Oh, Oh, what a nice, what a nice comeback around. So that's, that was my journey. Um, I liked, I thought the middle of happiness sagged. I liked, the frantic, oh god, what are we gonna do? We gotta get out of here. We gotta take from here. Oh, we gotta go to here. We, got, we can't find him here. You can't leave this room for the whole day. Uh, like I, I liked all that. <laughs> it was also good. <laughs> I mean, the middle part was kind of a little bit of a lull, but it had to kind of you know you had to have that where he's um, a teenager, and this is when they first learn that he's he might be gifted and that he has opportunity, and that's the whole point of the movie. Uh, for her to give him opportunity and then when you said you were scared of the of lucky of the the dad the father figure coming in yeah. i was too just because he yeah, the guy I who played too. him was imposing you know he was an imposing figure and liked to do push-ups and stuff like that um, he's like oh you already tried to kick me out huh i'm like yeah shadowy oh, that seems foreboding to me i don't know yeah i don't know about uh, this <laughs> And but I was actually more scared of the landlord in the third section. I thought he was gonna be I mean, he was a creep, but he wasn't a creep in a in a, like a predator kind of way. Well, he was in a financial predator, but not like in a sexual predator way. I really thought yeah, that was gonna predator. go that direction. So um I was I was surprised. Sexual predator? Be... You thought the landlord was gonna be a, a sexual predator? Yeah, didn't you Jess? No? Yeah, I, I could totally see it go. I didn't, I, no, I didn't think sexual predator. I just thought that they were just going to make this very, very inconvenient for them. Which he, which he, which did. he did. But I thought it was going to be <laughs> more deliberate. Like, you guys got to leave or I'm doubling your rent. I mean, he did, like, fuck up their appliances and gave them no choice. Yeah. But I, I thought it was going to be immediate action. Yeah. It, it's sad to watch the whole, the plight of, I mean, because I feel like this is, not an uncommon plight for single parents um single women specifically so and and women of color for sure yeah so that's like the the whole it like thing is like we are introduced she's wandering around like she's is she like she's basically like homeless at the beginning right or does she have she a, just got what, out of prison doing? she just got out of prison at the very beginning okay yeah. i was i was like like we were dropped I didn't know the world. she was at a women's shelter or a prison. I she just she got out of prison for um, for like larceny or something. She, you know, she was bilking people from of money. Yeah, I mean, I just kind of accepted right. it as she's a woman of the system in transit. Is, yeah. is how it like she just came from some place and now she's out of that place and now she's kind of wandering because yeah. she's. Yeah, that's kind of she how did. She it. was then, in the system. She was in the foster system. She's only twenty two, and she has a six yes. year old child. So, 
yeah well do some math yes okay well yeah yeah uh Jess, you you're the gusher on this. What is there like a section that works for you best? It was just the whole whole way through, totally gripped. Like, yeah, what what's what is it here? Probably the very end. I don't know if if you want me to say it now, or if you want to summarize it before I go no, away. No, screw it. Let's is... jump to the end. Let's, yeah, because the end is a lot. No, let's jump back and forth. Wanna... We can do whatever we want. Um. So the end where Terry tells his mom, like, you should have done a better job keeping the secret to yourself. That got me. That, that, like, put uh, a knife in my heart and, like, twisted it over and over again. That is probably a scene or a line that I'm going to remember, like, forever. I don't know why that, that touched me so much when he would look so sad and he said, you should have kept that secret harder. Ooh, that, that hurt because. Yeah, it's, it's. I mean, it's true. Like she should, and not that she, there anything she could do. There true? was a point in his life that I mean, if I was the mother, I I certainly would have tried as much as I could. But I don't know what she could do. There's a point in his life where he needs to be in society, and the secrets are uh, not letting him do that. So, all right, for, well, secrets. Who and no one saw any of that coming, right? Like we are, we no, are, I did not no, see not that coming at all. No, I could li- kind of see it in the beginning where she was like kind of following this kid around. I didn't know for sure if that was her son because his, his little friends were like, "Oh, this lady's coming around again." It's not like, "Oh, look at your mom." Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had that feeling too. I'm like, "Why is she like coming around?" And then she's like, "Oh, it's a foster. It's her fought kid, and he's in the she's in the foster system." So she doesn't have custody, but she's still, like, a, kind of around. And, like, that was the part of the whole, like, oh, she just came from a place kind of thing. So I figured she's going to, you know. But I, I, I didn't. I accepted that. And for everyone yeah, listening. Yeah, same. Everyone listening probably has seen it because spoilers. But if you don't know, the, the whole movie you're expected this kid is her child that she stole back from the state. When, in fact, she is just some child. She, the, 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 the state would say kidnapped, but. In actuality, she just kind of found him. He was standing on a corner at a women's shelter, and no one was there. And that, like, just just sit, just standing there. No one, no anyone. As around. a two, and as so, a two year old. Yeah, two year old. So like, yeah, real, real small, like teeny yeah. tiny. And so she's like, I can't just leave him here. And then she just never stopped taking care of him. And then you're just like, uh, just. <laughs> That's and can't the, you see then, this yeah, that, totally happening though? I mean, it happens have, all the time. I'm sure. Yeah, if you I'm have sure people this is that are common. Yeah, people that are in the shelter and they leave their kid out. Or, you don't even know that his parents were in the shelter. Like, he was just standing outside the shelter. So No, you that's the thing is, you have no idea. He could have yeah. dropped by a car. Oh, I didn't pick up weeks. that he was two. I assumed he was, like, a baby. No, she said no, he was No, this isn't, two. like, Harry in a... No, this isn't, like, yeah, oh, in, okay. a, in a manger kind of thing. It was, like, a, like a toddler. So, it, the toddler came from somewhere. But, like, where and, like, yeah, where the parent went, no one... Yeah, who, could, who knows? And who knows? Maybe, like, the parents had an accident. Like, you don't know what happened. Accident, drugs, wandered away. Well, that's, that's died, what I mean by accident. Anything. Like, yeah. Right. Yeah. Sure. Right. Yeah, accident. Okay. But, like, yeah, so that, you got the. That's that's the whole, like, final act twist there. You go see it leading up. And, like, you feel so bad for, like, this kid leading up there. Now, let's backpedal to it with that retrospective all the way back. Mm. I, like, I'm first, I want to. Say watching through because I think I asked the same thing when we did be Southern Wild about Wink, the guy, good parent to Hush Puppy. Is this woman a good parent in quotations to her 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 child to to Terry or like how would we grade this 
this job, parenting job, not like actor performance. I we can get to that, but right in the character. I mean, given how he grew up and um, the, the kind of person he is, I think she did a pretty damn good job. Like, she didn't have much to work with. She took like night shifts so she could help him with like school or take him home from school. Like, she had his eye at on him at all times. Of course, like you know, she's got anger problems and things, but, like, how could you not with the uh, upbringing that she had? But with all the resources that she could have, she did the best that she could, and I think it was a pretty damn good job. Yeah, I think she was about a seven. Uh, And I'm taking into consideration the fact that, you know, it's revealed that she didn't have any, you know, real solid parenting uh, of herself growing up, and that comes across you know in a lot of aspects of of what she does and how she behaves in general and what her outlook on life is um but the one thing that is really troubling to me is that um and this might be particular to parents who are young when they have kids is that there is this um dependence uh the mom is very dependent on the child for uh, emotional, you know, rescue and emotional well-being. Um, and that's a horrible, horrible thing to put on a child, you know, that for the, where they have to be, you know, almost parenting the parent, too. Yeah. I mean, it's not, it's yeah, not she, super she sappy. Yeah, she did say at some point, like, did I take you for you or did I take you for For me, me. yeah. And I mean, that's uh, that's a good question. I I think probably for the boy, but I think, you know, at at some point she's she's thinking that she's, you know, realizing that if she can take care of this child, then she has what is she has it within herself to be taken care of by someone else. That's purpose. It's called it's purpose. It's what keeps when you are when you're that person leaving a system and you're floating around and you have nothing, you need just purpose of some right. sort. So get, you and she get, really, I mean, like, being with being in the system for so much and being in jail and being in shelters, I mean, I would say she's done a successful job as a person. I would give her like a 10 for being a person, but a seven for being a parent. <laughs> I was, I was, curious. I, I was thinking back cause I remember our, wink conversation because he's the one reminder for beats of the southern wild people that's where a guy lives in the swamp by you and they live in like their own like like libertarian swamp community and similar thing where like the parent is single parent not by their own choosing living outside of like kind of general laws but like a little a little bit different one's rural and one's surviving in the city so it's a different type of survival but um yeah, it's I. I think we were harsher on Wink. It was my memory, although he, maybe he deserved it more. Is uh, is is where we landed. I, you, have you guys seen Florida Project? That would be another good comparison. Another no. good like hmm. mother. That's another mother. I feel like whenever one. when I had cable, I always saw that on. Yeah. The oh, it's Me your too. movie you kept not watching. That's I. I have a couple. I have. I keep. Yeah. I keep not watching uh, Lust Caution. I bought that uh, junior year of college, and you know now I'm almost thirty, so. It's still on my shelf. It's still on my shelf in the shrink wrap. I've moved with it five times. I'm like, I just can't, I can't watch it. I I don't know why I bought this. I, I think I I can visualize what like the artwork looks like. Yes. like the poster. Yeah, picture me too. Of the- 
yeah. There's like a girl <laughs> running across a motel area, but like very freely and Florida Project. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, and it's good. It's also very good. I I don't know if if I compared this and that, which I'd like more. That one's a little more has a little more levity to it. This is like <laughs> that's a one not a critique, but like it's pretty like serious all the time i don't really yeah. have a lot of like moments of levity like whereas like some of the other ones some of there's like some sparks of joy there's sparks of joy in here but they're more like sweet moments as opposed to like humorous ones reading right. to her basketball or baseball you know that kind of stuff but uh diff- just different um performance wise uh hmm. tiana taylor pretty good from the from the mass singer is what I know her from because I don't know her. The, I her don't know why I know her name, but I do. So when I saw that she was in it, I was oh oh that's great because I I'm familiar with her. And then I looked, I'm like I know nothing about her. This is the first movie. She's I've in a couple things I've seen, but just not like as like the lead. You know, yeah. like, I've never seen her like like this, obviously. But did you know her at all, Jess? No. She's, she's quite good. Yeah, she's a young Angela Bassett. Oh, high praise. Don't know who that is either. Oh. You don't know who Angela Bassett is? <laughs> I don't think so. Fired. Come on. Fired from the show. I did. I did. <laughs> Best actress nominee right. <laughs> to Angela Bassett. I, I She's uh, uh, okay. um, Chadwick Boseman's Black mom. Black Panther's mom. In, yeah, in Black Panther. Bo- two Black Panther's moms. She's, oh. she's the mom of two Black Panthers. And Oh, that's true. Uh, Both yeah, Black Panthers. She's, pretty, she's got a she's got her role. I know, you don't like Black Panther, though. I know that, Jess. <laughs> Never mind. Av <laughs> uh, Rockwell is the director. This is her debut, uh, so she's got a couple other like shorts and music related stuff. But uh, this is her feature, and it's uh, uh, very, very well made. Like it's it's that like ground level, pulled in, sucked in. Like forget I'm watching a movie. Feel like I'm kind of there, kind of thing. Which is which is not always easy to do. Yeah, I felt the same way. That the music pulled me out sometimes. Sometimes the music felt a little. Okay, you guys are probably familiar with like after school specials, but there used to be movies of the week that were almost like adult after school specials. Like, you know, you're going to learn something here that, you know, you you need to, you need a lesson learned. And it's this kind of it's it's got a soapy floaty sound to it. Yeah, it wasn't funky enough to be like, but there I is really liked it. There is like R&B stuff through it and, you know, there's some rap and some things like that that are just, you know, the sort of city kind of uh, music and something you would hear because this is this takes place in Harlem. Um, But that the stuff that is in the middle, like when when things are happening and people are having conversations, I just I I didn't like that at all. Uh, It's I like the mismatchy sound of it. I I, I like not mismatchy, but like I like that the sound is kind of a soothing it, to me, it's a soothing sound watching woman frantically run from between telephone things and scream and freak out. I love it. Like that's like it, it's like uh, it's like the end of Blue Jasmine, Kate Blanchett's character. If we followed her, just continued in like a parallel universe, she, she went around yelling at people. And I, I you know, I could have done more, even more of that crazy stuff. It was really when they actually successfully pulled the family together. I'm like, I'm I'm happy for them because they are well done characters. But like, I did want more. Like more depraved like life on like this like the outskirts of society kind of thing but like they're really able to to bootstrap it and you know and until until the twist thing happens i want to know about want to know more about jess wanting to like run with this chick as part of as the leader of her gang yeah like what kind of gang are we talking about here 
Yeah, why? What? Dude, I I would be. I mean, obviously, I wouldn't be the leader, but I'd be one of her girls. I'd be the girls in the back. You'd be like Kim. What draws you to this? I. This would stress me the fuck out. I could not. I've had friends not like this, but like a twenty five percent of this, and that was too much. I can't. Like, I can't roll with this. (laughs) It's It's, she's intense. She's an intense person, and she's she is. That's why. That's why I want her to be the leader. And again, I'd be the girl in the back. I'd be the girl handing her the bobby pins. <laughs> I, it makes me nervous. It makes me think she doesn't understand like the full laws of society and that she could like do something crazy at any second. And I, I, I can't live with that kind of uh, insecurity uh, uh, with my company. It's too much. <laughs> Can we evaluate um, Lucky's character? Yeah. Lucky's Okay. Go ahead and start. Let's- okay, yes. So at first... Inez brings home Lucky um, and quickly introduces um, him to Terry. And I'm just a little nervous because I think we talked about this earlier. Like, oh, gosh, he's going to be abusive. He's going to fuck up Lucky. He's going to fuck up Inez. Like, he's just going to ruin everything. When, in fact, he was not that bad. Like, he was obviously not a dedicated husband. But it wasn't, like, complete turmoil for him. And Inez did give him a, a big pass. Yeah. Um, a so he pass. was he was a father figure, I would say, to Lucky, but he he did disappear every now and then. Um, in his last words, while he was dying, he just confessed how sorry he was for not being a dedicated husband, and Inez admits that she just always looked away, that she always gave him chances, that he'd always get some sort of pass for them. Um, and I can understand why Inez wants him around. At first, I'm sure she wanted. Terry to have a father. She wanted to be a family. She wanted to have a male figure around. So she wasn't doing it all by herself. So I completely understand why he was in the picture. Um, but what really got me at the end where they had Lucky's memorial service, Terry was like, who's this lady mm. that keeps just like looking around? And then Inez just unapologetically was just like, oh, that's Lucky's daughter and her mother. And Terry's like, what the fuck? Like, what? Yeah, just a little girl, <laughs> probably like four, three or four, or something like that. So it's obviously, yeah, exactly. A, and, and you know, and Inez just always like looked away and just never brought that up to fight or anything. I think because she wanted him to stay around. Um, but I, I don't know. I I thought that was that was the moment too that I was also like, wow, that, that's. I think to, like, Inez, crazy. to Inez fighting yeah. to have a family was like the most important thing, a family to support. I mean, I think she, for, to support Terry, but also to, to support her. So, um, yeah, I think that was the, you know, she was willing to look the other way because of that. It makes me so sad at the end when it's like, you look back and like, they were all kind of just playing house. Like no, none yeah. of them actually like, we're at, like we're not actually each other. Your parents. We're not actually like married to each other. Or, like we don't act, like none of us are actually any of this to each other. And then when the end comes and the state's like, actually, you yeah, actually you aren't. Uh, we are literally going to make this stop happening. And then right. it's just like you're just like the the the, the what's her name? Uh, Inez gets it at first. Like she, she's she's kind of shuts down immediately. And when she's like, I got nothing to say to you. Like this is like fucking how it goes. Like just keep going. And he's like, no, 
I was just living with my parents. Like, mom. I was living what? with yeah, my mom. parents. <laughs> and now you're just like, nah, I'm not your mom. I'm just some lady. I, I, good right. luck at the next house, kid. Like, what the fuck? Like, can you imagine? Like, nothing <laughs> fucking terrifying if all of a sudden your, your parent was just like, uh, nah, I'm just some, I'm just some lady. Bye. Like, uh, like, oh God. And she's, she said it like so shut off. Because like, she's, this is her, her first get- rodeo. This is like the fifth time she's had to do this in her life or some version of this, you know? Right. Cause like, right. like, so she's like, "What do you like?" She's like, "What do you what do you expect?" Like, the, of course they're gonna come and take everything away and make you move again. Like, this is how the system goes for us. So it's just I know she's kind of like, it's- but she's kind of like, well, I mean, she doesn't say this, but it's like, well, we had a good run. Like, this has been the longest, you know, I know situation <laughs> the, for her. That's what's so tragic about the way that it is. That scene is really like I I I didn't cry because I was like almost in awe. I was like dumbstruck in <laughs> awe of the tragedy i was so right. i was so appreciative of the not even just written just because i could it was so real feeling and like i couldn't even like it like sh- the tragedy that she's so destroyed that this almost doesn't seem to mean anything to him and that this is all he's known and now yeah. it's all gone and he's the only one with any promise here and now he's just had the biggest knife in him ever like that could ever come it's Maybe it, like, it's a good his hour. Father figure, like his, oh yeah, his dad died. His mom's not real. He doesn't even know if he should go to college because he doesn't know what a route life is going to take. He just is a very, very, very lost kid. Yeah, and he but, even uh, says something like at like uh, like. I, he doesn't like every. It's emotional time, but he says like I, I really like I always wanted a mom, but I always really wanted a dad, and that's like I know that was like, I'm, and like she's the one who's done ever like she was there before he was, so like yeah, you know. but that's a real yeah, that's a that's somebody who's hurt like super hurt. Yeah, that's I something know. that you say for that. But so, what do you think about? I mean, let's think about he's a few weeks away from being eighteen and emancipated anyway. Is this oh, the right thing for the? Is this the right no. thing for the government to do? Like, is this the right thing? I know. I, I saw well, that no, social but... worker as the evil villain. Like, I was like, how, how dare you? you report yeah, this? Yeah, just keep your mouth shut for two <laughs> like, weeks, lady. Exactly. Pretend like you heard nothing. Like, and you could tell Terry didn't even want to um, tell what was happening. It's like, oh, let me talk to mom about my social security card. Like, right. let, me, let me do this. And she, like, pried it out of him. And I'm just like, you bitch. Like, uh, that I'm like, you are evil. Just like he's not abused. Like he clearly she's he's doing her job. Just he's fine. Just give it like two weeks, and then that's whatever. the thing. Though she's, she's not, she's job. not evil, and I don't. She she's not portrayed as like you know an evil witchy social worker, which they've done that before. She's just yeah, she's just doing her job, like Brennan said. But it it's like, uh just kind of. Just kind of look the other direction and be like, okay, well, I'll just pay you when you get your shit together. Like, when you get all your stuff and it's some well, legal not- social security <laughs> number that has all the numbers to it. Um, yeah. But she doesn't, so, like, this is, none of this surprises me because she's, even, I'm even, even looking at this even more cynically. I'm looking at her now. Like, of she of course would say something because I'm looking at the average social worker person. They're by the book people. They've seen so much bullshit that they're going to go by the book no matter what, even when it's like, oh no, this is actually the most obvious case for an exception in the world, and they're right. still not going to do it because right. it's paperwork. I've heard every excuse in the book. I'm not going to actually look at this with my fucking eyeballs. I'm going to remember, oh, this is how it's always been. So me, me, me. I'm going to just fucking keep doing it this way. That's what that. That's why it checked out is believable to me because like 
a, a real person, a human being, would be like, oh, yeah, a couple weeks, like, yeah, we can look the other way for three weeks or whatever and just come. But you have to come As, back with your papers because, on Monday or whatever and make it a right. deadline thing. That's right. fine. I don't care. Yeah, especially because she knew, like, the route his life was going. Like, she yeah. was pushing for him to go to college. And yeah, he she wasn't going to be a nobody. He had so much promise. Yeah. So much potential. Like, you're losing – the, the world is – not only is he losing a life, the world could be losing an asset. Like, that's – it's even that's why it's just even more it's sick yeah and you're breaking sickening. you're breaking a cycle that is so uh pernicious and and happens so frequently you're just like celebrate that like celebrate that the cycle's being broken you know this woman yeah. did this for her, her whole life revolved around raising a child who was going to uh, not be the same as she was not be the same as even lucky not you know what i mean just uh, uh, let it go yeah well that's why it's, <laughs> you know. it's, it's the it's a fucking government stooge it's not if it was a human <laughs> of course of course a human would do that but not a not 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 a, not in this situation of course not uh, just uh what, what i mean we've guessed about all the ending pieces any other there's only a few performances the we've right. praised the writer director um any problems i mean small the, okay. the kid i the I, I love the performance uh of the six-year-old like i thought his performance was yeah on they had there was a lot going on during that time period where he sort of had some you know really compelling things to work with and then the middle one we didn't really get to know him very much but the last one he was a yeah little too lackadaisical for me a little too i know this kid's an introvert and he's quiet and he's smart uh, but but he didn't then. come i like the he, last kid you do i just felt like there was nothing behind his eyes i thought he was a little blank maybe i mean i maybe- i can see what you're talking about but i don't think that it, it bothered me too much like he certainly was a hyper piece of shit like p was um i I, I didn't really bother me. Remember the remember uh, the movie Loose, where it was the kid who was adopted by Naomi Watts and Tim Roth, and mm-hmm. Octavia Spencer is the teacher. Yeah. I, I he, the the yeah. older version kind of reminded me of Loose a little bit, but like Loose is more confident, but like similar, like kind of like like holding it together underneath, like sensitive underneath, like kind of guy, right. Yeah, uh, I, and yeah, no, the six year old was. I, I don't want to downplay that the, the kid was awesome, and the middle yeah. kid, yeah, we didn't get as much. Maybe, maybe he was the weakest performer, and that's why they cut around <laughs> him. I don't want to cast aspersions on the poor guy, but you know. <laughs> there, there was one joke where Inez said something about like sleeping with everyone, and the little kid was like, "That's nasty." Oh, I remember that. He's like, <laughs> uh, my body is a playground. <laughs> I do, I, 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 yeah. Yeah, everyone, yeah, my mom was playground before you came around. That's nasty, mom. That's nasty. <laughs> <laughs> that definitely made me that laugh. That might have been the, the most levity in the whole movie. Because, like I said, like I, I'm a guy who likes even in my dark stuff. I like a little levity, and like, yeah, I, I forgot about that. That is a, that was a point of uh, of, of enjoyment. That's nasty. <laughs> That's so funny. Uh, all right, are there any other pieces? There's one one piece, oh, piece. I forgot to bring. Up, I should have brought it up when we talked about Lucky. Um, when Lucky was dying, and he was just talking about how he should have done life differently, Inez gave him a pass, and she specifically said, 
broken people can't love broken people or something like that. And I was like, ah, that one, that one cut too. Yeah, broken people don't know how to love or something, something like that. Something, something that she yeah. said. That was. Yeah, it's just like she's, she, I mean, she has all of this anger and frustration because, again, like this, like the way the world works is totally against her, and she specifically talks about being like a black woman, like you're, you, it's just not made for you. Um, but she does have a lot of emotional intelligence when she recognizes stuff like this. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. She's she's got this like her savvy is what has kept her going. This savvy and she's she's relentless. That's another thing. People like the difference between her and like anyone else in her position is that she just doesn't she, like she's a shark. She doesn't stop swimming. Like just and, yeah. uh, like if you do not if you're anyone anyone out there, if you're like disciplined to just keep going, you yeah. will probably keep going for way longer than anyone would have guessed <laughs> yeah she's a hundred percent uh you know responsible for everything and she's a hundred percent going forward at all times and there's only one time where she breaks when uh there's a point i think they must be talking about whether or not he's going to go to the gifted school and um she starts arguing um with her husband and he start- grabs the keys and he's like I'm leaving or whatever. And she's like, oh, go ahead, go. What if I went to? What if I just went? Like, what if I went? You don't have my back. When are you going to back me up? Kind of thing. I need, that's the only time I yeah. saw her sort of get soft. I mean, at the end when he's dying, you see it's more of a like, Ugh, this is just our, our lot in life. But that one was a plea for, I just, you know, I've had nothing. I've had no mother's love. I've had no, I've had no love my whole life. Can you just throw me a bone? Like, you know, well, I mean, it's, it's, it's heartbreaking. It's a heartbreaking everyone, everyone thing. At the end. Yeah, it's, it's a heartbreaking movie. I mean, it's kind of like it's got like a they hug at the end, but I mean, it's just it's you know you you can hope the you can hope the kid like he's got enough of a of a go now where he'll make. I think she even says at the end, she's like, "I did my job. I got I got you to here in one piece and like." above like above what you above what i had that's all i had that's all i had to do and then i don't right. know what's gonna happen to me now but that's you you got here and you you had more than i did that's that and i like that aspect like for like if you if you don't have a lot and you just want more of your kid like you know it's even if obviously that kid's gonna still have a really tough life but at least he's higher up than she did and then when he gets his kid one day well that kid's gonna have maybe a regular life and then maybe that kid bought for them you know that's how, you right. build, that's how you build a family. Yeah. That's how that's you build a family. That's what you hope for. Yeah. Yeah, you do your best. Every At the end, I kind of had the feeling the story was going to go, that they weren't going to remain close, which made me sad. Like, I, I thought that, the, you know, they would get past that she's not the real mom, but they would still be mom and son relationship. Um, sure. But it, it kind of made it seem like that that's not what happens. I I don't, I don't think it's going like I don't think it's going to just be like I don't I don't think it's going to be that I don't care what the system says I'm your mom that's not what this is it's mm-hmm. well I know like I know that I know that makes me sad but that's what the kid has to learn here is that that isn't what this is and like I know I, I like she and like she honestly like Inez has been way above her pay grade her whole life like she she cannot be just that mom like she's already been playing that for too long and i i think it's the right move to ever be like yeah we can still know each other but like you know the truth now you're a grown-up 
where he's like, this is it. This is how it is. Also, I got to I got to split cuz I'm going to go to jail sad. if they catch me. So, bye. Yeah, that's how it <laughs> is up true. here. It's true. She does have to like hide the rest of her life now. It's she'll like, come we'll back when out. he's married and has kids and then she'll show up one day. Who's that? That's your grandma. And then, oh, isn't that nice? This is like the the deeply impoverished version of finding out, you know, the, the thing that takes your teeth and delivers you gifts and maybe they, <laughs> those things don't exist, you know? This is that version. This is, this is that, that takes this is, your teeth. The thing that takes that your teeth. That sounds so ominous. Breaks and enters. <laughs> leaves its children around your lawn. You know, there's creatures. Leaves baskets full of stuff. Oh yeah, all the, all the, B, all the B&E uh, fairy tale creatures that come <laughs> come into your things. Maybe uh, that's what was happening in Jess's house when he, she heard that bump last night. Or uh, it was the tooth fairy. <laughs> Jess lost the tooth. Our show is an E tag on it, so I can't imagine there's a ton of families. Uh, <laughs> folks, it sounds like I think I know where this is going to land. But Jess, you going to recommend a thousand and one? Oh, absolutely. Um, I actually am surprised I didn't. I forgot to tell Karen that she should watch it. So I'm going to tell her. Oh, you get to tell Karen uh, about a about a prestige indie movie for once. Uh, Look at you. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Well, okay. Yeah, I'm going to recommend this. This is a good story and told really well for a first time director and writer. I think she wrote it as well. So yeah, I'm recommending it. I think uh, our hot streak is continuing here. We got uh, Mm. three recommends for a thousand and one. I say that because. that's five six things i've recommended almost everything so far i've been liking or loving everything and that's uh that's how i prefer it so we'll keep the ball (laughs) keep the ball rolling we've got more stuff at the end of july august i'm sure there's stuff uh oh that's right (laughs) the next things you'll be hearing i forget we're kind of recording ahead of time it'll be barbieheimer barbieheimer is coming down the pike we got barbie and oppenheimer so barbieheimer decide Barbie Heimer weekend. Everyone's talking about it. Everyone's it's it's got. Buzz. I don't know. Isn't it actually Indiana Barbie Heimer? Is it what? Big part. Indiana. Indiana Barbie. Oh no, no, not Indiana. No one cares about Indiana Jones. Um, I think you're wrong. Whatever he's doing, he's eight eight hundred years old. No one. Eight just eighty. If you have things to recommend to us, we'll be doing all that stuff, but we'll probably take other things. Uh, Films with the Women in My Life on Facebook. Reach out to me on Instagram. I'm Brennan underscore pod host. And you can email the show, filmswiththewomen at gmail.com. Thank you guys for being on A Thousand and One. Yeah, they owe you big thanks. Thank you. Show enough. All right. We got one one of the ones. (laughs) We got a couple every year. Here is one of them. Savor it. Until next time, this is Brennan signing off saying thanks for listening and enjoy your movies. Thanks for listening to Films with the Women in My Life. If you enjoyed being a listener in our life, please rate and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or on your favorite podcast app. Keep up with the latest from the show on Instagram at Brennan underscore podhost, on Facebook at Films with the Women in My Life, and on Twitter at Films Women Pod. Finally, you can email the show with questions and suggestions at filmswiththewomen at gmail.com. Original music for the show was created by Ian Burke and Chris Iwanek. Original artwork created by Nicole D'Alessio. This show is produced by Brennan Snyder. Thank you again for listening and enjoy your movies.